Good evening, guys, and welcome to the latest Alpha Elite podcast. Um, so today's subject we're going to talk about is a subject that I've been messaged about on private messages, and I've seen it popping up a little bit on Facebook and uh, various groups and this that, and the other, which is about how do people stay positive and motivated in times of adversity. And I thought it was quite a relevant subject. It's something that everyone's going to face throughout their course of their life. Um, and I thought we'd kick it off with uh, Bryn this week. So just to put everyone in the picture, so you're kind of facing a bit of an injury at the moment, yeah. um, which yeah. give you a little bit of a setback with your strongman training. Yeah. Um, and I thought this subject was quite relevant to yourself about how you're dealing with it. You stay quite positive, you're motivated. Um, so yeah, I'm going to give you the lead today, mate. All right, cool. Stop messing. <laughs> <laughs> New, new toys, toys. new, new toys. toys. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, so just to give everyone a little bit of a background. I sort of started off strongman about three years ago. Started training at old school gyms full time. Uh, got sponsored pretty early by you, mate. Saw Thank some you. potential. Yep, saw some potential. Still yet to see it maximised. <laughs> <laughs> like my bench. <laughs> Yeah, so I did England's last year, finished 11th, uh, did that hardcore with a broken hand, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, just because I didn't want to sit at home, basically, and, and cry about it, so I decided to go anyway and finished 11th out of 20. And we set a goal, really, didn't we, uh, this year to, to basically annihilate it and, you know, looking at sort of the way it panned out this year, I'd have probably done that. Yeah, uh, quite quite comfortably. There was only really one guy there that that would have uh, sort of tested me, Joe, our strongman Joe, uh, good lad. Um, so basically, f- what, f- six weeks ago, yeah, uh, six, six weeks, weeks ago, ago, I was yeah. doing some close grip bench, uh, and you know had sizable amount of weight on, uh, twenty four kilos, basically, yeah, and basically uh, just tore my pec on the way down. Uh, realized I'd done something straight away because uh, it just sort of felt like um, sort of like a tracksuit getting undone, pulling away. Yeah, uh, felt it straight away. Uh, run upstairs, uh, looked in the mirror, seen my chest sort of pretty much exploded, uh, and then sort of was like, "What are my options now?" Rung rung home straight away. I was like, "Shit, you know, I've." I've in the nicest way possible, I've fucked up here. You know, I've got England's coming up. I've got a qualifier for the other England's Giants Live coming up. You know, this is my year potentially to break through. Uh, you know, adrenaline was running uh, and I didn't really know where to go with it. You know, I, I remember seeing you about an hour later and I was just like, mate, I've, you know, I've fucked up. And you're like, no, it's all right. You know, you don't know anything yet right now. And, you know, it's easy to say that when, you, when you're not sort of in this mind, but... I totally agreed with you, and I, I just went, yeah, sack it. Got got my session done, um, and then was like, right, I need to start planning now. So I, I need to go and get an MRI privately. I need to, you know, go see a consultant privately. I need to get surgery, which is happening this month. Um, and basically, then after all that was decided, um, it was the best part of two weeks of hell. It was basically me up and down, you know, what did I do wrong? You know, where could I have corrected things? Was I hydrated enough? Was I doing that sort of weight too close into this cycle of training? You know, why am I benching this close to a comp? You know, 
is it meant to be all that sort of thing you know this was my year to you know finally break through um and I, and I just think it definitely affected sort of my mind it affected home life it affected being around my kids it affected everything really every aspect of life it affected and it, it rocked it to its core really uh because i i kept looking at it where people are like yeah you know it's going to be all right you know um you'll get over it quite fast you know wish you were a speedy recovery and stuff like that but knowing what i knew i realized how big of an, an, an injury it was and it wasn't something that i was just going to snap my fingers uh, and it comes straight back and, and it's going to be healed so I think after I'd spent two weeks, you know, sort of really moping around, crying about it, you know, coming to the gym, I can't even train, I can't even do cardio. I mean, that much pain. Uh, once I started getting the right answers, um, I, I basically just said to myself, right, what I can do now is I can either cry about it and potentially that strong man done, and I can just, in my eyes, be a little bitch about it uh, and just say, right, you know, I had one bad injury, uh, which in the strongman world, they always say, you know, your first big injury will always define you. Mm. You know, you're either going to come back stronger or, or that's it, that's you. And for a lot of guys, that is one way or the other. Uh, you know, anyone at the top level has never gone through their career without having a big injury. This hopefully is mine. Um, and I basically just said to myself, I need to now get on the recovery train. I need to make sure that I can do everything that I can, whether it be money, whether it be getting a loan for the surgery, anything, this comes first. Every aspect of my life can wait. Uh, I've obviously then gone and done that, got the surgery book, stuff like that. That's coming soon. Uh, and I've basically just set myself a target of, right, I will be back for Worlds at the end of the year. But I've said to myself, if not, you know, I'm 80% there. I'll just go on next year because, you know, I've said to myself, this is what I set out to do. This is what I wanted to do. This is, I chose to make these decisions. Um, and, you know, strongman, it is one of them sports at the moment where it's, there's a lot of risk involved for such a little return. Mm. The return, the return, sorry, is the achievement of, of winning your shows, of winning this, of winning that. You know, I've won comps and stuff like that, but the levels that I want to get to, I've not done that yet. So I've got a lot of unfinished business. Uh, I find that it's it's easy for me to stay motivated because I've got a clear goal and that's where I'm going. You know, I have come off the path, you know, my diet did slip for a couple of weeks because I'm 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 just human. Any anyone that goes through any difficult times, you are just human and and you know, I'm not saying it's an excuse, but you know, if you go out and you get go on the lash for well, you got you know, you go and have a couple of bevies for too many nights in a row, then that's what you do. That's how you deal with it. You know, as long as you're not harming anyone else, you know, uh, you, you might have an argument with the missus, you might have an argument with a family member. As long as, you know, you you settle that later and, you know, this is the mindset I was in at the time and, and stuff like that. I think, you know, you just need to get back on your path. This is what you set out to do, you know, whether it be academic, whether it be sports, anything like that. And, and then you just keep striving towards them. I stay motivated because I've got that clear path in my head. I think I'm sure you won't mind me saying, but obviously when you had the injury, yeah, um, like again speaking quite honestly, you you came to me and you were like, "That's it, my strongman career is over." That's what you got in your head at that point. Um, and we had a, like numerous conversations, and I was like, "What you need to do is think positively. Like you're not an expert. You're listening to people that are telling you this, that, and the other. What you need to do is put that to one side, go and focus on getting the right advice." speaking to the right people and try and remove this kind of negative and this guesswork 
um, try and think positive. And that, that was obviously my advice to you to, to kind of focus on yourself, get rid of all the noise that was going on and go and speak to the right people. And I think once you did that and you went and obviously had your um, appointment with your consultant, you were able to, you came back with a totally different attitude. But then two weeks, you were you were pretty rock bottom, weren't you? Yeah. Like definitely. say, you just thought your career was, like strongman career yeah, was over. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Um, and again, that's good. So, you know, in, in terms of that, it was, you had your support network there. You had myself, you had other members at the gym and this and the other that you were able to listen to and, and take motivation from people that believed in your ability that it was only going to be a minor setback. So I think that was a good driving forward and another good example of, you know, what people need in order to be successful. It's not just about yourself. It's about having that right support network around you as well that will help you to eliminate all the, the bullshit, basically. Yeah. And just yeah. focus on what's relevant to you, to you and your condition. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's good that when stuff like that happens, you don't, you know, you don't realise what actual support network you've got mm. until that stuff like that happens. Um, you know, I mean, I, I mean, we get on really well. We're really good friends and stuff like that. But I think, you know, it, there was times where it just took for you to sit there and just say, mate, shut the fuck up. Yeah. This is what's happening. Stop being a big fucking baby. You know, and there was times I was yeah, yeah. I'm going to fucking pop your head off. What are you want <laughs> about? You know, but, not that I could, guys. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, I think you do realise who, who actually is around you and who actually genuinely cares you know, even even my home life and stuff like that, having somebody just constantly, you know, in my ear going, no, it's going to be all right. Well, what are you doing about it? Mm. Are you going to fucking do something like that? Are you just going to sit there and cry? And I'm like, yeah. fucking hell, a little bit of sympathy. No, fucking get back on that train. Duh, duh, duh. And that's it. Sometimes you just need people like that around you. Even if it is conflicting um, opinions, you know, where one's more sympathetic and other mm. one's more hard, you know, you just need all these opinions and then you need to sit down and say, right, this is what I'm going to do now. Yeah. Because everyone around me expect, I, I've set out for this. Everyone expects me to to do it. They don't expect me to sit there and go, well, you know, I could have done it if such and such. Well, so why didn't you? You know, so uh, I think that, I think it's a good way of looking at it when you've got that good. support network. What about yourself, Josh? Any examples you can give value? Because you're quite a, I find you a very positive person. I find you a very positive influence on my life. Oh. To be honest, yeah, I'm miserable being <laughs> No, I am. I think I've faced enough adversities to just think I'm more of a resolution person. Like, I'm definitely guilty of having something go wrong and thinking it's the end of the fucking world, as everyone is. But then I'm quite quick to just think, right, how can I resolve this issue? How can I find a solution to this problem? Um, like, like even in just like little terms, if you've got you and the missus are having a problem, it's like I'm not. I don't want to like some women just want to talk about the problem. It's like no. Why don't we just find a route through it? What's the resolve? How can we get through it? But mine was I don't know injury wise. You want to talk about bloody injuries? I've had my fair share of injuries throughout the years. I had one, but I back injury throughout the army. I think everyone's had that before. Um, but then it reignited again. I had a crash a couple of years ago. Um, pretty serious. Proper knocked me off my feet. And that was come at a worse time because of COVID. Um, so uh, just bought a new car, um, hit a car pretty much head on at 60 miles an hour. Hospital, back was dead, shoulder was gone, shoulder's back again now. But um, yeah, it was shit. Lost my job and because of COVID and everything. So at the time it was like, it was terrible. But I suppose you've just got to keep 
like, I know it sounds proper like cheesy, but just keep moving forwards. Keep mm-hmm. instead of thinking six months, year down the line, just think day by day. And if day, if a day by day is too much, think hour by hour. How am I going to get through this next hour? What what do I need to do to progress? Like, don't I think when you're in a time of adversity, I think it's quite easy to get overloaded with with like thinking and overthinking. Just think like, how can I get through this next day? Instead of thinking this next year, what am I going to do this year? Now that's the, the the day, the week, the month. It's like baby and steps. It, yeah, baby steps. Yeah. And I just found that it like helped me more than anything. Thinking, right, okay. Yeah, I'm injured. Yeah, I'm struggling walking around and I've got loads of physio and I've got to start this claim and I've got no car and I've got to buy another car and I've lost my job and I've got a house to pay for. And it's like, you could just, you could go mad and just think I've, I've got to live under a rock. But yeah. if I just crumbled, mm. then I wouldn't have my house. I wouldn't have the car that I've got now because you've just got to keep pushing forward. You've got to have a mindset of, I can't be broken. And you've, you've do you know what I mean? It's, you've got, you can't stop. Like, you can't stop. If you stop, everything will, like, no one's going to give you money. No one's going to yeah, give yeah, you money. Yeah, yeah. No one's going to give you positivity. Um, except me, obviously. A rainbow. <laughs> um, but, yeah, you've got to just find, find the solutions, find the little solutions, find the, those little wins to kind of keep you moving mm-hmm. forward. Like, for you, obviously, your consultant, and he's given you a solution, and you can breathe easier now because I'm sure he's told you what's going to happen. He's told you your recovery time and you're like, right, I can get back now. I yeah, can get fixed again. Work, yeah, and definitely. you've now got a journey in your head yeah, 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 and you've now got a resolve. And I said, yeah, you can't, you can't stop. You can't give up. It's everyone has adversities. Everyone does yeah. well, how minor or major they are, but just keep moving forwards. Keep baby steps, baby steps, little wins. That's, that's how I sort of take things on in my personal opinion. I think a lot of yeah. people, they deal with, they have their own ways of dealing with adversity or what they class as adversity. Like I've, I remember uh, years ago, I had a, a friend of mine who he used to work with and everything that happened in his life was a major trauma. Like he'd run out of, he'd run out of gas, for example. And it was like the worst thing in the world. And I was like, there's like, there's no filter on this guy. Like everything was a major, like what's going to happen? Like and and he just overreacted and he crumbled under under everything. I was like, "What's going to happen to you when something serious, like mm. you face serious adversity in your life? How are you going to cope with that?" And you never seem to be able to progress from that. I find that. I do, I, I think some people like it depends on upbringing, massively. I think if you've if you've been sheltered and you've not faced adversities or you yeah. face my adversities or you've been hidden away from. <clears throat> Uh, them or people have like Molly the term mothered, yeah, modi, modi yeah, coddled, yeah. yeah. If, if you've always been sheltered from trouble and problems then like your problem solving ability is going to be pretty slim to none so when you're faced with like a minor infraction you probably are people do overreact to things like i've run out of fuel go and get it's fuel okay. then yeah, yeah, go just, and get a jerry can yeah, like walk. for instance yeah, last, you get your car out of the car last night you go <laughs> last night we all went out and I put my car in a multi-story car park and it locks at 10 and I didn't know. And like some people would lose their shit. And if I'm honest with you, old Josh probably would have lost his shit and been like, I need my car. I need, but like, I was like, do you know what? I've got another car. Let's get a taxi back home yeah. and I'll drop you off. Like we just we, wandered back into town. Exactly. The taxi, we just went, oh, out. well, yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But like yeah. some people may have not reacted like that. And some people may have been, do you know what I mean? 
it's like instead of moaning about the problem, why don't we just why don't we go and get a yeah. taxi? It's going to open somewhere. Yeah, and why don't we go home? I think that was it was a yeah. it was a very like you dealt with it in a very logical way. Yeah. There's no emotion. Like yeah. you didn't get mad. You didn't get angry and you weren't yeah. upset. You're just like, oh, I've been an idiot. What? Definitely, definitely yeah, age yeah. as well. I think old yeah. old me would have been had a different reaction. Um, I think as you get older, you definitely care less about things. I think less about the little things. Yeah, yeah. I think you're just like life's way too short for me to get angry because my because I didn't read a sign <laughs> that the car park in very big letters didn't close at ten or whatever. Yeah. I was like, well. What can I, what can you, do you know, do you know what's a good example of this? Road rage. Mm. Not road rage when someone cuts you up. Road rage if you're in traffic. Like if you're in traffic going to work and I've seen it loads and I've been stuck in traffic and you can see cars and the people inside them are going mental. It's like, you're achieving nothing except satisfying your own need to talk. Yeah, yeah. Like you're yeah. not gaining anything by yeah, shouting. It's wasted, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Like your car is not moving forward any quicker because you're shouting. Mm. So just deal with it. Ring your boss. Look, I'm really sorry. I'm going to be a bit late. I'm in traffic. Take a picture of the traffic if you need to. And I don't know what yeah. what you're supposed to do. <laughs> like getting getting angry and, and agitated yeah. is actually doing you damage. Mm. Not, it's a waste of your time. It's not a positive input on your life. Stress, known fact ages you mm. stress ages you i have no stress look if, at me i'm 72 beautiful <laughs> <laughs> if you're if you if you live a stressful lifestyle or you take on a job that stresses you take a photo of it when you start and take a photo of it after a year and people change mm. your face ages your body ages people lose hair like stress is not good for the body at all it's like cortisol or something it releases yeah. stress yeah and it yeah, it's not good for your body whatsoever. Yeah. Coming to the gym is though. Coming to the gym, exactly, you get yeah. your serotonin release. You get a um, nice little boost. That's it. You come to old school gyms, you get to see Joe Pierce. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a laugh for everyone. <laughs> I, um, I like the, what you're saying about, about the whole, you know, you know, day after day or hour yeah. after hour, stuff like that. I think one thing that sort of changed through, through my life going on to, you know, like be motivated and stuff like that, is sort of seeing the end goal. So like, when I say that, I mean, being realistic. So like I set out, I'll always use Strongman as a reference. I set out because I was like, I want to be on the world stage. I yeah. genuinely believe looking in that mirror, I've got the genetics to get there. I've got the mindset to get there. 100%. So I seen the end goal straight away. And then I was like, right, how am I going to get there? And then I'd, all I said is, right, I've got to be realistic with myself. So the first ever comp I turned up to, I was like, I'm going to wipe the floor with these guys. I won like about two points. But my mindset was, I'm going to, I'm going to wipe the floor with these guys. Uh, I then jumped straight into a Northern Qualifier. Yeah. You know, for, this is like literally going from down here to like somewhere here. You know, after the qualifiers, you're at England. So it's like, yeah. that's pretty much the jump that I took off my second comp. You know, there was guys there like, so I seen you six months ago, just in that <laughs> novice comp. What, what's going on? You know, people take longer to do that that yeah. jump. But I was like, listen, I'm not here to to win, but I'm I'm here to do some damage, mm. uh, and I'm here to get experience, and I'm here to, you know, sort of get a foot, foot yeah. in this sport yeah. sort of thing. People are going to know who I am, uh, and 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 I sort of gave myself little little tiny spots along the way. You know, these are sort of the the milestones that I'm going to give myself. Um, and I think every time I hit a milestone, that's what kept me motivated yeah. because I, I, I saw 
not only the end goal, but I saw action in the journey. And I, I, and I think people can stay motivated when they see something realistic. Now, how, how much realism you are add to that is nothing. You know, people say, uh, you know, if your dreams don't scare you, they're not big enough. Well, that's fair enough. You know, I, I can set out to be a millionaire. But let's focus on making that first twenty grand. Yeah. yeah. And then once you make twenty grand, let's make fifty grand. And then once you make fifty grand, let's make a hundred grand. It doesn't matter how long that goal takes you, but you know, there's got to be certain realistic milestones. Mm -hmm. You know, not everyone can get lucky on Bitcoin and make billions of pounds, you know. True. But as a as a bog standard person in life, male, female, whatever, if you can set up something, if you can set a journey up, sorry. Uh, at the start and you can see the finish line where you want to be and you can set a little realistic milestones i think that itself will keep you motivated not daily but you'll constantly have motivation and go i'm heading in the right direction but for me the biggest key is discipline if you keep showing up and you keep putting in the hours and you keep putting in the work you know your mindset there should stay there and then it's just about not being lazy yeah. You know, do I want to get up and eat that food? Do I want to get up and eat, do that research? Do I want to get up and do them invoices? That's on you then. And not everyone can train that. You know, you can watch YouTube videos. You can watch Ronnie Coleman going, ah, you know what I mean? That's I wait, baby. Yeah, but that's temporary. Yeah. As long as you can see that end goal, then I think, I think you're definitely headed in the right direction. That's how people achieve great things. Yeah, I think people are definitely results-driven. If you can see a product of your work... I think you're more inclined to continue with that work, yeah. whether that be money, whether that be physique, whether yeah. that be business, whatever it is. I think if you do something and then you see a result, people tend to go, oh, okay. I think people struggle with the gym for that reason because sometimes results are not that quick. Like, what did they say? It takes a month for other people to notice, yeah, two months for you to notice. Yeah. So then people are like, after like six weeks, like, I'm not even fucking changing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. you are. Yeah. Like, you definitely are because you're showing up, yeah. you're disciplined, you're eating your food, you are you are going to change. Like, yeah. it is factual, you will change. So when people see that first check-in photo and they go, oh, fucking hell, look yeah, at this. Yeah. And all yeah. the lifting more, all the, the PB's changing. It's like, mm. I've got results now. And then I think that's when that, that fire gets lit in people. Yeah, and definitely. they're like, right. That's their motivation this to, is it to carry on. It's yeah. continuing to move forward. And he's exactly right, it's what you said before, it's it's baby steps. Mm. You know, if every week you're training in the gym and you're adding 1.25 kilogram to a lift, over a 16 week period, that's a significant gain. It's there. only little steps. It's breaking yeah. it down into bite-sized quality, like yeah. bite-sized portions that you can manage weekly, daily, so you're getting little improvements which will keep that motivation high. I've always been very like results-driven in terms of like motivation, and I'm very structured. Um, I'm very, I like a routine. I stick to a certain routine in order to keep me motivated. I get up at a certain time, I eat at a certain time, I train at a certain time, I work at a certain time. And I break my goals down exactly the same into smaller, like I know what my end goal is and then I'll break that down. What do I want to achieve in 12 months? What do I want to achieve in six mm -hmm. months? What do I want to achieve in three months? What do I want to achieve in two months? What are my goals for this month? That's how I've always done it, broke it down to make it into more manageable portions. And then it enables you to have absolute laser focus on what you're doing, right? I know what my end goal is. It might take me five years to get there. There's no point me focusing on that. But this goal for this month, like yeah. for example, when we first started the gym, 
my first major goal was to get to 500 members. I didn't put a timeline on it. I just said my yeah. first goal is to get to 500 members and I'm going to work and do as much as I possibly can to get to that 500 member mark. Then once we got to that 500 member mark, it was a case of, right, now I want to get to 700 members. Now I want to get to 800 members. Now I want to get to over 1,000 members. Constantly investing, breaking it down into more manageable yeah. portions, which will enable you to keep driving. I'm a very like visual person as well. So in terms of like motivational for like personal goals, I always use positive visualization. So if there's something I really want, like I want to buy a new car, what I will do is I will go and see that car, physically see it, touch it, get inside it, sit in it, picture myself in it. It becomes real mm. then. Then I come away and I think, right, okay, how much is that going to cost? What do I need to do to get it? And how hard do I need yeah. to have to work now to get me to that? So, and that's how I'll set my personal goals. And that's so holidays, things like that. Right, I want to go here on holiday. Picture it. Look for the place I want to stay. Okay, that's where I want to go. How much is it going to cost me to go there? How much money do I need to earn on a weekly basis to put to one side in order to get there? Mm. And that's always worked worked for me in order to keep driving me and pushing me forward. So it's about finding the right recipe. Everyone's going to have their own kind of recipe for success, I suppose. Yeah. Their own yeah. steps to success. Mm. And it's finding out what, what works best for you. There's no right or wrong way. Positivity is key. Um, yeah. Cut out all the bullshit, cut out all the negativity. They're your goals at the end of the day. Your goal is your goal. It's no one else's business to tell you what you want to do. You yeah. focus on what you want to do and you make it happen. I think you you said it. Obviously, I think we're going to wrap up soon. But you said outside people would be like, when we talk about training, people yeah. would be like, I couldn't do that. <clears throat> it's like, no, you could. Like, you don't have to... People are, some people are too quick to go, I can't do that. Mm. Well, you probably could. Like, anybody can do anything at the end of the day. Realistically, anybody can, like, achieve, do you know what I mean, fucking physique that they want. Anybody can do that. Like, you just fit it in. But it's like, if, if you took that person that said, oh, I could never do that. It's like, actually, I'll tell you what. You come live with me for 16 weeks, and you'll do exactly what I say. At the end of those 16 weeks, you will have achieved that. And it's like, no, you, so see, you can do it. Mm -hmm. It's just about changing people's mindset. People are very in this mindset of, I can't do this, I can't achieve this. When actually, in fact, I think people are more capable than what they they believe in themselves. Yeah. yeah. Two, yeah. two weeks ago when we had Georgia on, she was talking yeah. about getting her female clients to be comfortable with coming to the gym. Yeah. And she yeah. used exactly the same method. Well, I can't go to that gym because I feel intimidated. Okay, well, can you go to the front door? Yeah, okay, we'll do that. That's your first goal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now you've been to the front door. How do you feel? I feel fine. Okay, well, can you go into reception and speak to them? Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Go and do that. That's your next step. Mm -hmm. Okay, can you go into the gym now and go into the free weights area and do bicep curls? Yeah, I can. Brilliant. Go and do it. She, she gave a great example of helping people, breaking it down into little tiny manageable steps. Too much information, going to overload people. Yeah. They will always, you are absolutely right, they will always find a reason why they can't. I can't do that because of work. I can't do that because I'm intimidated. I can't be, do that because I'm frightened. But break it into a little manageable step, something very simple. No one's going to say they can't do something simple because mm -hmm. it makes them look bad. Yeah. This is it. Yeah, it's about using the right terminology. I think she, she came up with a good, she's got a good recipe for success there. I like that. Yeah. Just never... 
never think anything's unattainable. And if you have got things that are, what, stressing you out, bothering you, take baby steps. Like, things may seem terrible and like the worst it could be, but there's always there's always a way through it. There's always something yeah, that you definitely. can do yeah. to get through that day, get through that week, get through that month. There's, there's, some, there's people there yeah. that you can talk to. There's, 100%. you know, there's support networks there. There's facilities available where you can talk to people. If you feel that you're overwhelmed, you know, I'm saying this to, to, to before we started the, the mm -hmm. podcast, the, the subjects we're talking about at the moment have come from people that have messaged me privately and said, oh, I'd like you to, to talk about these things, but I don't feel comfortable putting a public mm -hmm. comment. That's brilliant. Sorry. My message is, I'm sure yours you're yeah, always open if anybody wants course, to yeah, yeah. drop a message yeah, and, and they want us to cover something in particular, mm. drop us a message. We're, we're happy to, to discuss it. That's exactly what the podcast was created for, to, to give you guys something, give you something back and talk about the subjects, which you maybe not have anyone in your inner circle that you feel comfortable talking mm. to. So we'll do it in a, in a public forum. It's absolutely we'll no problem. It. Yeah, exactly. For your benefit. Oh, <laughs> right. good. Yeah, but uh, before we wrap up, yeah, just to look at it, yeah, just like I say, start off with a journey, however you want to start off. Set yourself little goals, little milestones all along your journey. Make sure you can see the end. You've got to be realistic with yourself, though. Make sure that you can see the end line. You know what the end goal is, how long it takes you to get there. doesn't really matter. Just as long as what you set out to achieve, you achieve and that's our podcast done. Why is he doing my job? I know. I do the wrap up. <gasps> like, comment, and subscribe, guys. Now he's doing your job. You're not getting paid extra for this, you know. And a big <laughs> thumbs up if Bryn's the best guy on the podcast. <laughs> just, just before we wrap up, we just wanted to say thanks to uh, my friend Lee Haywood for sponsoring the, sponsoring the podcast again with his Lucky Boy Streetwear. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to get some really cool hats for this summer festivals and stuff, go to www.luckyboylife.com and uh, buy one. So yeah, thank you very much.